Hey, Pepin. Yo, 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 yo. You know, I've been thinking a lot lately about school. School? Yeah, you remember how I went to school once? Yeah, and I went to school once, and then I stopped, and then I went again, and now I'm in school again, and yeah. And then you wrote that song about not wanting to go to school because the Naked Brothers band did, and you covered it. I don't want to go to school. Yes, it's true. <laughs> I, I don't want to see those teachers face again. I don't want to go. Hey, Nate, we need to talk. <laughs> <laughs> It's a real song. It, are you familiar? I saw. Yeah, well, you're <laughs> I saw the guys from the Naked. They're uh, they, they they've uh, been in various roles. One of them was in Jumanji. Mm-hmm. He's the one of the kids in the high was school that the part. The new one. Yeah, he was in I the new Jumanji. Okay. And the other one played a terrorist in Naturally. the Boston bombings one. <laughs> the Mark Wahlberg Listen, movie. Look at where I'm they are now. Getting, I'm getting there. I'm glad they're yeah. getting there. Alex, Alex Wolf played Joe Carzarnayoff. <laughs> And Patriots Day. I don't know what any of those words meant. He was like the actual Boston bomber. Oh, yes. Oh, I see. The Naked Brothers band lead singer played the Boston bomber. Wow. In what a good role. The Mark Wahlberg Boston bombing movie. Because I felt like my ears were being Boston bombed every time I <laughs> played. Uh, okay, like that's my good Boston bomber joke. Its head. Okay. <laughs> Welcome back. So glad you guys could join us. I am here once again with my best friend, Nathan. Pepin, how's it going today, Pepin? Yo, yo, meter. How you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for asking. And we are joined once again by the boys from The Plunge, Riley and Hunter. How are you guys? Yo, 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 yo. I don't think that we are ever leaving. <laughs> That's great. I love to hear. We're that. resident sleepers here now. <laughs> well, you guys can't leave. The doors are locked. <laughs> you didn't know when you were shutting them that they locked behind them. It's yep. true. It's From like the, the valves of the penis. It's like in, have you guys seen Uncut Gems? No, not yet. I've seen that they're pushing that shit real hard. They are, uh, which kind of sucks because I went in with the expectations that it was like mm-hmm. 10 out of 10 movie. Mm-hmm. You can never go into a movie with those expectations. Yeah, that's high expectations. Be- like you'll you'll That's never why sequels fail. <laughs> Big facts. You'll never be so like I was disappointed. It was a good movie. It was like an eight out of ten. Like pretty solid movie. Mm-hmm. But I went in thinking it was a ten. But there's one scene where he like locks people <laughs> in this room, like between doors, and it reminded me of that where we're just locked in here now. Well, it'll be okay because Adam Sandler will save us at the end of the episode. <gasps> yeah. That's true. So I wanted to talk today about higher education. I know uh, I've gone to 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 college. Hunter's currently in college. Uh, yeah, I'm in a grad program in right a gra- now. That a grad program. So you're done college. Now you're on extra college. <laughs> <laughs> college yeah, too. bonus round. Oh. Taking my four year victory lap. I love, dude. That's hardcore as fuck. It sucks. <laughs> so what was your initial major? So I, uh, it changed a couple times. I went in as pre pharmacy, which would have just been two years, and mm-hmm. then I go right into a PharmD program. Mm. I decided halfway through my freshman year I was going to switch to pre-med. And then at the end of my second year, I was like, wait, that means that's eight more years of school instead of an additional four. So I'm going to switch back to pharmacy. And I completed all the stuff I needed to in a total of three years. So just an extra year of college. But See, that's wow. where medical stuff gets really crazy because it's like, what's your major? Oh, I'm this is the major I'm taking to get into the, the other major. The other major. Yeah. Like the... Like lawyers, they go like like four year, get like a maybe a BA in like you know uh, philosophy or yeah, a general then, education, whatever. Yeah, and then they go into law school. Yeah, it's yeah. so weird. Uh, okay. It's a scam, I think. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> what, well, what what are you doing right now? What did uh? I graduated. Cool. How was yeah. it? It was good. That's I good. went to, I went to a state school, so I don't have I don't have I, loans or anything. I do go to a private school. Yeah, but oh, I was you got okay. a fancy lad. I was an RA, so I don't have many. I don't think I have any outstanding loans from undergrad, which is cool. But I'm gonna be like almost 200k in the hole after four years. So, ooh, that sounds nice. Yeah, shout out. <laughs> Fair, fair. Riley, what did you study? Uh, I studied business, uh, finance, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I graduated with a management degree, but I graduated early, so I had to change. Pretty much, I was on track to get a finance degree, but then to graduate early, I could switch it mm-hmm. to this management one, and so I was down a semester early. Is there really a difference there? No, there's none. I still learned all the same things. It's mm-hmm. just there's different requirements. He didn't end. take an extra Pilates class to <laughs> fill up his extra credits. No, I did take an extra Pilates class to fill up my extra credits. I know. That was the joke. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I went for three and a half years. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. And then, Meter, when you went to school, it was for a business? Yeah, uh, I went for a double major in management and finance. Hey. And I went for five years and didn't graduate. You didn't graduate? <laughs> no, I'm like two classes away. I failed my marketing class because I was working um, and other stuff, of course. Um, and then I didn't do my capstone. So other than those two things, oh, I would that's have the a double. Big Larry. I would have two degrees. Uh, host Dave just finished his capstone. I think. I think he had to write like a forty-page paper in what two and a half months. Yeah, it was a month. Oh, a yeah. month, and it wasn't like a group project. It was like his culmination of his education. Yeah, so yeah, capstones are wild. Yeah, there. Yeah. We ours was uh, ours was like double space and stuff. Mm-hmm. We had to do a report. I think there was three of us. And if we put it out, or it was single space, if we put it out to like double space, like most stuff is submitted, it was like 178 pages. Oh my God. I so, don't have to submit like a capstone or a dissertation because you like. You just have to not kill people. Yeah, you're, technic- well, you're a fake doctor. Technically, I will graduate with a doctorate, but I'm going to be a doctor in the same way that a sixth man gets a ring. <laughs> like, yeah, you got a ring, but like. Mm. You in there, man? Yeah, you contributed to yeah, the like, team. Yeah, like you have goes a, here. You have a PhD, but the PH stands for pharmacy. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. It's not a PhD. It's a PharmD. Oh, so okay. it's actually spelled out. Yeah. <laughs> so, so one thing in school that I experienced is wait, wait. You gotta explain what your experience was. Okay. Well, first I went to school originally for computer engineering. That's what you were doing, wasn't it? Uh, well, no. I was going to go to something else. Oh, okay. But that was back in 2009. My family got affected by the housing crisis. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't continue with school because their finances went to shit. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so, uh, and also I got stuck with all the debt because that's how the family worked. So uh, eventually paid it all off. Now I'm going back to school for computer science. Nice. Uh, nice. Started that relatively recent. And so where I was trying to go with that is when I've been in school, like, writing papers, like, 40-page paper for the capstone. Like, mm-hmm. to some people, that sounds, like, insurmountable. To me, that sounds easy. The problem I have is writing less. Like, yeah. I, just, I just, I can write, like, for, for days. Like, I can just For me, it's up. just writing. I hate writing. Mm, I'm process. good at writing. I hate it, though. Like, I would rather give a three-hour presentation than write a two-page paper. I see. I see. Like, that makes sense. Yeah, and there's just, that's why the business degree was good for me because... There was pretty minimal writing. It was a whole lot of presentations mm. over writing and stuff. So, for me, it's not really writing papers. It's you're a lot of learn. You got to like memorize. Right? It's it my my favorite part. Like the big difference for me from undergrad to a graduate program is it's not like show me how you got the answer. It's if you have the answer, 
good. Like, I don't give a fuck how you got the answer. If you have the correct answer, that's all that matters. Mm. And they don't, like, quiz you on the step-by-step that a lot of, like, uh, generalized classes do, like a general chemistry or general physics. So. Right, because from what I understand, like, when you get into the upper disciplines of, say, like, master's or PhD programs, Mm -hmm. they're more trying to test if you are actually, like, able to stay competent, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's not... You know, like the the level of competency is more of a, like individual basis. Yes. Whereas, like, say, with a general classroom for like physics, like you have these general tasks that are meant to just weed out or kind of have a general acumen. Yeah. Yes. In, in, it'd be nice if they could grade you like on your individual kind of like say ability, but they can't do that. So the structure, I feel like the structure of those general classes could be better, but mm-hmm. there's also not a great way to get around trying to develop that. Uh, like teamwork aspect, so you're getting graded as a whole instead of uh, mm. part. That actually leads me to, like, my point. I think school is a fucking scam. Yeah, I wanted to get into that because for me, I've had I got an internship in high school where I currently work. My job knew I was a good worker. They knew I knew what my task was at the time. I still had to have a degree to be a full time salaried employee. I had to go to school. Just, I knew I was working here. I knew they were going to hire me for four years. I had to go to school to get the degree just to be on the team, despite them knowing, like, yeah, we know what they're getting here. I could have been working full time four years ago and not gotten in the degree, but I had to go get the degree just for that. Why, why did you need the degree? I think it's just part of society now where a lot of, if you want those like jobs, it's, they almost need a degree for some of them. It's, It's becoming part of the, like, necessities it's almost needed now in order to get to a certain point even if you don't need it part of the issue is in certain disciplines yeah so like hr is the one who's doing the hiring or the, the, it, everything is determined by hr yep and hr doesn't have expertise in that field so let's say it's like a engineering sort of thing that right? is, is exactly that right now. right so HR can't determine whether you're a good engineer or not. Of course, they can have you like meet with the uh, engineers there mm-hmm. and stuff, and you know maybe they think you're a great candidate even without a degree. But if you don't have a degree, HR doesn't know who they're hiring, so they use that just to say it's a baseline. You're just a name on a paper. They use it to fill in their ignorance, right? Yeah, as a, as a placeholder for their ignorance, because that's their way to judge you. Yeah. Oh, you have a degree in this. This means you're at least an acceptable candidate for us. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's fine if you're just doing somebody off the street. But it sounds like in this case, you already they already knew they wanted to hire you. Yeah. So it was a formality, and that's when it doesn't make sense exactly. when it's a formality. Where did they pay for it? No, that's because I wasn't. Then. I wasn't part of the company. Then, at that point. then I my issues with the company then. But I think I know a lot of people in this type of situation though, where mm-hmm. you can't get to this certain point because you need the degree just to get there. The way that I see it is, it's less of um, like you actually learning the nitty gritty skills of each individual uh, on position job, you yeah, might on, hold on the job stuff, but it's more of an investment and employers want to see that you're willing to make an investment for you to go to college. Like even, even if you don't finish, like putting yourself in that position where you are investing in yourself for a higher education, I think is important to a lot of employers. And I, I don't think it necessarily makes sense, but I can see why, logically speaking they would want that but i I don't agree with it because i've worked in a pharmacy for almost six full years now i've learned more 
working in the pharmacy than I have in any class in my undergrad, any class that I've taken so far in pharmacy school. Mm. But I, I don't know. I, I, th- I wish that we could just go back to like the days of trades where you become an apprentice. You just keep doing the thing over and over again. Uh, your mentor gets too old. You take over and then things keep going in that cycle. Mm. So one argument against that, at least as far as pharmacy goes, mm-hmm. is let's say you have regulations that say mandate that this person must be a qualified and trained person, mm-hmm. right? And let's say that the qualification to decide upon is say a, uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure what it'd be. You said it's like a PharmD? Or uh, a PharmD. Pharm, so it's PharmD. like PhD just. Okay. So, so let's say the PharmD is just the measurement they use to say, you know, we, we can certify this person is... Like, competent enough to give drugs out. In like they've done X level of uh, training and they're ready to move into the workforce as opposed to being gauged by someone who's already. Well, yeah. I mean, that's what it is, right? When if you pass the class, you're being gauged by somebody who's already an expert and they're saying, I agree, he's ready to go to the next spot. Yeah, but at the institution where you pay them like ridiculous amounts of money, mm-hmm. like I feel like it could be bypassed or lesson to some degree and I mean, that's in all like, capacities of you could use work. that with any example most kids nowadays i'm not studying because quizlet has every answer to this test or like the people out there think athletes like they're not really doing their work so what good is the degree if certain people are able to get it at certain levels like where's mm. the value lie yeah See, I could see like a model where it's sort of like an internship but it's an internship you know be lied with say uh education right so mm-hmm. let's say you want to become this thing so you sign up with say this pharmacy position and you're kind of like a pharmacy intern but you can't really do anything and you mm-hmm. take classes and everything and maybe you interact on a daily basis but it's kind of like you're job shadowing and doing the job but you're also learning the education the sideline and then their goal is to get you up to that point where you become the pharmacy you know, exactly. Or. And at least the position that I'm in right now, uh, I can't really think of a better analogy, but it's kind of like separation of church and state. Mm. Like you do a lot of clinical learning in the classroom and then uh, technical skills when you're at the job. I feel like if we weren't sitting in those classes and you were with uh, expert teachers who are going through and walking you through with all the tactile things for you to experience firsthand, that would be a much better system, but I get it's it's not a perfect world, and there are going to be mistakes, so they're kind of safeguarding that. Mm. But how do you feel about Gen Eds? So most schools now require it's like a year and a half of Gen Ed classes. I think the whole Gen Ed thing is very stupid. Be- I think it's bullshit. I agree. I'm going to learn. So for me, I went for finance. Why do I need to be learning about 1800s Middle Eastern <laughs> conflict? Or well, that uh, honestly, right now would be pretty useful. Yeah, right. that, was a bad example. <laughs> Just to be clear. that was a bad example. But why do I need to be learning about things that have no? Like I had to take two art classes. Oh, art's super important. So you're a well-rounded student, and they can get more monies from you. Yeah, it comes into like you can. I feel like they should be able to tie those things in. If they need to teach you a bunch of different things, they should be able to tie it into at least your degree. Can't you use your degree credits to give you gen ed? credit some of them but most of them you know like not every you're not going to find many science classes that count as history or art class or uh whatever so your issue isn't uh you guys didn't just have like general gen ed like you can take anything you want as long as it's not within your major or no no matter what it is it was like special credits where you were required to take things outside your major that would never 
never have and never yeah, I know, will I had, pertain to I had to take to like it. astronomy and stuff. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. There's, I think that it was like art, science, uh, like gym. A type. lot of mine were covered. I was in the honors college, so a lot of mine were covered under that. Weird thing. Like, why, why do <laughs> I have to... Let's I see. felt like an asshole having to say it, okay? Why do I need to take calculus if I'm just going to be counting by five? Mm. Is right. what, like, some of the things... And you're a doctor? Just... <laughs> In the pharmacy. <laughs> 5, 10, 15, 20. 30 Viagra, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> At least you've accepted where you know it's going. Hey, man, I, it's... I don't know. I, I just think that... Captain Boner pill over here. College <laughs> is a... F it's business. It's a business. It now. is a business. It's not, That's for sure. But it's not what it should be like it's not really about the education at this point because it's so focused around uh what college can cost the most and give you the best experience is the way that it's phrased yeah now, like not i worked, the education. i ran the admissions department on the student side for four year, or three years at plymouth and like it's a marketing tactic everything you do is a marketing tactic you show them the coolest buildings you set up um mm -hmm. you give them on those days like uh, for the big days, we had the best food for like the open houses. It was cool. It was always funny when rumors went around. You would hear the like stupid shit. They're like, "Oh man, here comes a tour." They set up the good food just for the tour kids. Mm -hmm. And I looked at those kids. I was like, "You know, we have two tours every single day, yeah. five days a week." They're like, "What? No." <laughs> like, yo, homeboy, I run this. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, yeah, they set up the good food for when those kids. I was like, no, they the normal tour people just eat our food. But it's like it's a big marketing thing. Everything. <laughs> is plotted out because you're trying to get people at your school so you can have more people come like our goal was just to raise our uh enrollment mm -hmm. so we could build new things which would then bring more people in and it's mm -hmm. just a big mm -hmm. plot mm -hmm. so i think there's a couple aspects to why this happened this way because initially college was just for like the rich right mm -hmm. now you know back in the day so the rich or the gifted yeah the rich or the gifted and colleges weren't that big like they're pretty small and so the idea they had is, you know, you have your discipline, but the main thing they want to imbue onto their students was to become a general good person, right? Yeah. Someone who's versed in the classics, versed in, say, just general stuff. And that, number one, doesn't scale very well to now because, you know, culture has gotten a lot different and the I think requirements. Top topics have also expanded and kind of melded together so there's no like mm. defining lines separating a lot of different uh, i mean like you go to a, most schools there's like 200 degrees yeah that's hot I, I, think, <laughs> I think another aspect to it as well and this is my hypothesis so it might be right wrong right but i think there's a lot of say majors or a lot, a lot of like topics that really don't matter too too much but Gender studies? Yeah, gender studies. I'm like, a major in Shakespearean literature. Yeah. From specifically the year 1608. <laughs> uh, like, it's not that the shit doesn't matter, right? Because it's, it's, like, it's interesting. Like, right? it's Bitch, you're English. Like <laughs> but but it, they, these departments are, if they don't have people coming into them, they're going to get shut down. So they forced the university's hand to get people pumping, you know, pumping yes. into them. So it's kind of like that growing bureaucracy of people who don't want to get fired from their jobs, who kind of get people to get into their courses is by making more general elective requirements. Yeah. Now, of course, the college, you know, profits from this as well because they get more people in, they get more money. But I, I think probably part of the driving factor are these all these sub disciplines that kind of expanded out, you know, maybe too fast. Mm -hmm. And these people who have jobs who now are going to get fired if people don't take their classes. I don't have an issue with any of that. I feel like it diminishes the uh, 
the integrity of getting a degree because there's still plenty of jobs like trades. We need trades. Mm -hmm. We always will. And I think that's been a big problem is because for the last 20 something years, schools have almost looked at trades as if you're a dumbass, you're going to go into trades now. It, they've almost identified as you're, if you're successful, you go to college. And if you, if school's not for you, like they pretty much are saying like the idiots, you guys go to trade school. And that's just been the wrong way to do things. Cause now all those people who went to trade school, they're going to be making six figures by the time they're 25. They essentially had the equivalence of college before it got so saturated with the amount of people because they're going and they're in high demand because not a lot of people are going to trade schools. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So like it almost stems back to the high schools now because the high schools need to like it's on them to start making people realize like trade school is a viable and very good tool. Meter, you said you didn't agree with something. Uh, can you expand upon that? Oh, I just, I don't have an issue with the colleges making money. I don't no. see why that's an issue. I don't either. It's just, I think the culture surrounding it is the issue. Because it kind of perpetuates, like, the, the idea that Riley was saying, that, like, the successful people go to college when you can have a ridiculous amount of success. In you guys trade. talked for a long time about how about money. And now you're saying it's not about money, it's about the culture. So... I'm well, just trying to make sure I understand where you're coming from. It's it's almost like two sides of the same I think coin. It, like, I think they make it too much about the money when it should be about institutional like learning. It should be for growth. So, but it's a war out there now. Though. So you're saying that they they take in money and they use that money to expand the school to try and get more people to come in to get more money to expand the school. I guess my the important thing to me is which came first, the chicken or the egg? Is the end outcome to gain more money? or to make a bigger school to educate more people. Because one of those I'm okay with, and one of those is selfish. Yes. And that's the biggest <laughs> distinction for me is, are these schools where we have evidence that people are making absurd amounts of money, or is it actually going back into the school and therefore expanding the school? I think uh, that's... We're, we're too different because I'm public, so it has to go back into the school or mm -hmm. else they lose it. I am not. Or he's not. So Where our school has been stagnant since about... 1988 I and I'm not just pulling that number out of my ass I used to work for housing I was an RA for two years so I, I sat through all these meetings where they educated us on like the history of the school so that if we ever got mm -hmm. seen on tours they'd be like say this to make us look good if we, you were making up a number there I would have taken it exactly the same I promise <laughs> so the the way that they say it is is UNE has only expanded uh one freshman dorm and one upperclassman dorm in the past 25 years. And that is only an occupancy of about 1,300 students. Has the attendance raised? No. Okay, so they're just, they're making what they're making. They're not but they spending any more well, money. Well, every year they raise tuition by like one or two grand. Mm. And that all goes to whoever privately owns that facility. Exactly, and the faculty. And I don't have a problem with that because people are like electing to pay money to do that exactly. now when the government's involved that's when i care about like what's the goal exactly but when it's private like you know you're paying like mm. i know i'm paying somebody else to yes. go I mean, and look I'm at still look at look at snoo it's the one of the biggest schools in the country now they have like two thousand people who go there on campus but their campus is as if forty five thousand people go there because they have that much money and they just have to put their money somewhere so they've bought the biggest arena in manchester they've 
overtook an entire side of town. Like they're like, bringing in such an unholy amount. Of I money. feel like they're doing it correctly, though. Mm. Like they're creating an environment for the students bringing while back, also yeah. making the money for themselves because they they offer that huge catalog of online classes and. They, they have the opportunity for kids who do want to go away for college to go and stay at, like, a really nice campus for, uh, I, I don't know it's what the... It's pretty expensive. Is it now? <laughs> yeah. But, I would say my issue is, so it's not with people making money. I agree with Meter on that. Yeah. Like, and if people want to pay the money to go to college... Yeah, it is true. a two-way street. Like, they are paying this money. Like, yeah. That and is again, a choice they're making. That goes back to the investing in yourself. If you yeah. want to invest in yourself, that's that's totally yeah. on you. But it also goes back to the standards that in mm. society now, you almost have to have this piece of paper to get to a certain entry point. Right. And, and that's my issue. My issue is more with the propaganda, particularly the government propaganda, because mm-hmm. I think... You know, the schools, they want more people coming in, right? And at government public schools, and maybe it's just my experience there. Meter can probably test this because we went to the same school. Mm-hmm. They push college, like, you're talking you got in high school, right? They push college. Since, since freshman year, I remember Natek outing all the yeah, time. The whole thing college was, ready, college ready. Yeah. Yeah. They're prepa- the whole point of high school turned into getting you ready mm-hmm. for college. And I think high schools in general and the school system is pushing people into college yeah. who shouldn't, shouldn't be going to college, number one, because they fail. Failure rates are somewhat high for colleges. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I think the colleges benefit from that because they get people in. It doesn't matter if they graduate or not. And then they have uh, the people who are pushed to go to college that maybe either one, don't want to go to college, two, aren't uh, ready. Aren't ready, yeah. two, they don't have, what is it, the aptitude for a higher learning. Yeah. Like, or maybe they don't even need to go to college. Or like for for, for me, like I think our retention rate for year one was like 50%. Like yeah. I went to a party school mm. and most people just partied out. Yeah. And so by the time you get to your later class, those people are all very smart and like good mm. people. But we, we, they, they took every, they took out a lot of the people early on, but then you have like a year of their money. Mm. Right. Right. And, that money you can't default on. No. So, so I, I think the government and the college systems are kind of colluding, you know, quite gracefully. Yeah. And I think the issue I have is more that people push people, like non-adults, people who are below the age of 18 mm-hmm. into going to college, you know, and, you know, saying, I need to go to college because otherwise I'm going to be a failure in all these different ways mm-hmm. and it kind of props up the system. I, I think my issue is mostly the propaganda. It's not yeah. the mechanisms that underlie it, but I, pushing people. I think... It's actually kind of funny that me and Riley had almost an exact opposite high school because attached to or affiliated with, I don't remember what MST was. Yeah, it was just, uh, but, you, you have a tech school. I know a lot of the places around, typically they have like, uh, there's one school that a bunch of schools go to for like mm-hmm. yeah, we, trades. We had that with, uh, so we went, me and Steve went to Noble okay. and so they had Sanford and so yep. we would go to Sanford okay. and they had their whole tech stuff in there. When yeah. I, I went there for some uh, IT stuff. Yeah, okay. So we had that, but luckily, all of Manchester went to this one. Luckily, it was just across right the street next from our to high it. school. So it wasn't like a huge thing if it was, oh, I have classes over at the... Uh, uh, over at MST, yeah, because that's where they send block. everyone who wanted to take like culinary classes, film classes, woodworking IT, classes, woodworking, like uh, trade, mm-hmm. just trade stuff. Yeah, which it was good, and like there was never anything wrong with the kids who went over there. It was always just, oh no, I just have a class over there, and they offered things like uh, mm-hmm. getting your apprenticeship for uh, woodworking or electricianship over there, and you would do that for a couple years, like your junior and senior year. By the time you graduate. 
they're, they're preparing you for a better spot to either go to the next level of trade school or to move right into the workforce. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So it, it's it's interesting to see. Uh, I guess I guess a I think lot we were minor, we were kind of an inner city school though too. That's so it also almost, true. They had a, we had a lot of the options like the post grad options like the different military branches were in there probably once a week in our calf during all That's lunches also true. and mm-hmm. uh, trade schools and stuff. So I feel like we're a rare case though where we kind of had all the options presented to us. Yeah, and it's interesting because I never never even considered that there would be. Uh, schools that would be like pushing and pushing from day one of high school. Yeah, I mean, even before that, like in middle school, they pushed it not as much, but high school, yeah, day one, it was all well, about college. Yeah, because if you don't do something right in high school, you the comment you got back was, "This wouldn't be accepted in college." Yeah, like it exactly. would be that type. And then of you show up to college, and your professor's <laughs> like, "Yo, I'm just gonna drink this whole bottle of Nyquil and see what happens. If I start <laughs> tripping out, I'm sending all of you home." It's yeah. like, all right. <laughs> What I was amazed was in college is like uh, we're at a lecture and then one of the teachers like, you guys don't really seem interested over there. You don't have to show up to the class. You can just like not show up. I don't care. <laughs> I had my freshman year. So I took uh, I took honors chemistry my junior year in high school. And then I took AP chemistry my senior oh, look year. Who's flexing now? I got a five on the AP. That's the flex. I got a five on the AP exam. So technically. Out of that's not very good. <laughs> so. I technically didn't have to take Gen Chem 1, but my advisor recommended that I do in case I applied to other schools because other schools might not accept that credit and she didn't want me to get held up. I was fine with that. I used to show up to class, get like 98s, 99s on the exams, and my professor, after like the third exam, handed me my exam. He goes, why are you here? And I was like, excuse me? He's like, why are you in this class? I was like, because I have to take chemistry. He's like, you... there's no way you haven't taken chemistry before because I was getting like the bonus questions right that were really hard. Mm. He's like, you don't have to come to class. Just show up for the exams if you know what you're doing and you can stop by my office if you need something. Like, I'm not going to waste your time. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's a lot of respect. And that only that was the only time it ever happened. He was mm. he was a bro. He's yeah. like, I'm going to marry that man someday. Uh-oh. Oh, jeez. We're polygamous. We've got, it's oh. good. Oh, okay. We're creating a harem. <laughs> Would you two like to join us? Wait, what's that mean? I'll actually uh, a consider. flock of people Mary. that fuck each other. Oh, okay. Well, so it's like a walrus has like all its females? Yeah. 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 So it's, it's like that. It's me. I invited you're, them. You're the walrus? <laughs> I'm the walrus. Is that a Beatles song or something? It is. Are you implying that walruses are fucking things other than walruses? Or shouldn't we all be walruses? Isn't that song about... <laughs> well, he's L- the male walrus. Never mind. I thought the walrus was about LSD, but that's Lucy in the Sky with They're diamonds. all about LSD. Okay, you're right, you're right. <laughs> oh, boy. Wow. This fucking... This was a great conversation. That was a great conversation. We don't have those on the plunge very often. Are we done with the conversation? I, I don't know. What else? What else you got? So I I want to go into some of the benefits of college, maybe, oh. and maybe talk about what we've actually learned. And as usual, I'm going to Mickles for all it's worth. So let's get a second episode of this next time on We Need to Talk.